In the weeks after September the 11th, 2001, the Pentagon approached Hollywood to sell the war on terror to audiences around the globe. This is not new. Even before America entered the Second World War, Hollywood was producing propaganda pictures designed to persuade the American population that combating the Nazis was a good thing. In fact, that was the very reason why one of Hollywood's most enduring films got made in the first place. Where I'm going, you can't follow. What I've got to do, you can't be any part of. Those are no good at being noble, but it doesn't take much to see that the problems of three little people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. Of course, the end of World War II just raised the curtain on the Cold War, and that brought about a slew of propagandist Red Scare thrillers. Most were McCarthyist nonsense like The Red Menace and Invaders from Mars, but some good films did result, such as Pick Up on South Street from 1953, in which a pickpocket played by Richard Whitmark gets more than he bargained for when he lifts a woman's purse on a subway train. The film you stole had government information on it, classified. We've been following this girl for months. And just as we were about to grab a top red agent receiving the film from her, you broke up the ball game. Now can't you see how important this is? We just want your cooperation and the charges against you will be dropped. Isn't that right, Captain? You know, I'd like to make this rap stick, but what he's got to do is more important. Well, you boys are talking in the wrong corner. I'm just a guy keeping my hands in my own pockets. If you refuse to cooperate, you'll be as guilty as the traitors that gave Stalin the A-bar. Are you waving the flag at me? Other times, Hollywood conjured allegories to suggest the problem might be something else entirely. In what is still for me the most terrifying film I have ever seen, Invasion of the Body Snatchers hinted that the problem was America itself. For me, it started last Thursday. In response to an urgent message from my nurse, I hurried home from a medical convention I'd been attending. At first glance, everything looked the same. It wasn't. Something evil had taken possession of the town. The 1960s, of course, brought us James Bond and villains who were no longer small-time pickpockets, but self-financed multi-billionaires who lived out in caves and sent tape messages to... Wait a minute. But by the late 1960s, terrorism became very real. The headlines were peppered with news of hijacked planes, embassy sieges, bombs in cafes, and then 39 years ago last Monday, when satellite allowed a global TV audience to tune in and witness the Olympic Games live for the very first time, they saw something quite different. They have now said that there were 11 hostages. Two were killed in their rooms yesterday morning. Nine were killed at the airport tonight. They're all gone. Palestinian guerrillas, all belonging to the Black September terrorist group, took hostage and then massacred 11 Israeli athletes. In 1977, Thomas Harris, who later authored Silence of the Lambs, wrote a marginally interesting film called Black Sunday, in which terrorists target an American sports event, the Super Bowl. But it wasn't until after the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989 that communists were replaced by Muslim militants. And so we got reckless junk such as Navy SEALs, True Lies and G.I. Jane. But we also got considered scenarios from Ed Zwick, such as The Siege with Bruce Willis and Denzel Washington and The Peacemaker from Mimi Letter, starring George Clooney and Nicole Kidman. Anyway, to go back to the point I made at the start about the Pentagon approaching Hollywood. The TV show 24 premiered on November the 6th, 2001, just eight weeks after the attacks, so obviously it had been written and filmed earlier. The first season was entirely devoted to the potential assassination of a presidential candidate running for the Californian state primary in 1999. 
But season two had special agent Jack Bauer trying to prevent a nuclear bomb from detonating in Los Angeles. And ever since then, the show has exploited such issues as suitcase bombs, dirty bombs, terrorist kidnappings, and everything from extraordinary renditions to interrogation methods. All very topical. So topical, in fact, you would be forgiven for thinking that the series was scripted by Roger Ailes, who was the head of Fox News. Oh wait, 24 is on Fox TV. Either way, let's not forget the proposition from Italian philosopher Umberto Eco that 70% of our knowledge derives from watching Hollywood movies. Could this account for how we view terrorism? But before any anti-Semites start whispering about conspiracy theories, let's look at a filmmaker who has responded to 9-11 in his own way. Steven Spielberg has made a number of films either directly or indirectly related to the events. The most explicit, and indeed one of his best films, is Munich. Did we accomplish anything at all? Every man we killed has been replaced by worse. Why cut my fingernails? They'll go back. Did we kill to replace the terrorist leadership or the Palestinian leadership? You tell me what we've done. You killed them for the sake of a country you now choose to abandon. The country your mother and father built, that you were born into. You killed them for Munich, for the future, for peace. There's no peace at the end of this, no matter what you believe. You know this is true. That scene takes place down by New York's East River in 1979. And in the background, you can see the twin towers of the World Trade Center. But more significantly, the scene takes place in a playground and there are no children. Another Spielberg response is obvious when you think about it. This thing, this machine, it crawled out of the ground, started torturing everything. It's killing everybody. What is it? Is it terrorists? This came from someplace else. What do you mean, like Europe? No, Robbie, not like Europe! So, War of the Worlds serves as an analogy for terrorism, as indeed do Cloverfield, When the War Began Tomorrow, and Battle Los Angeles. But here is Spielberg's third, The Terminal. What? Tom Hanks plays a man who can't get into America because his visa has been invalidated due to a military coup back home. Stuck in limbo, he is befriended by a host of immigrants and minorities working in JFK Airport. So all the flights in and out of your country have been suspended indefinitely. And the new government has sealed all the borders, which means that your passport and visa are no longer valid. So currently, you are a citizen of nowhere. But if you want to watch a really great film about terrorism, don't go to Hollywood. Go online and buy a DVD called The Battle of Algiers. That's The Battle of Algiers. It's from 1966. It's in black and white. It's got subtitles. But you will not find a better movie about the subject. 